Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Front Porch Philosophy. Hopefully this one's going to sound a little better, um, and our voices aren't really deep. Although I like them. So deep. some of you might have found it sexy. Although I did like them yeah. deep. Yeah, well, that was worse. Was that worse? Yeah, right. that, was, okay. that was the opposite of okay. sexy. Um, but I, I, we were having some technical difficulties last time, and I, I failed to rectify those difficulties. But uh, we're okay now, yeah. I think. This we're time recording we're actually... on the laptop instead of the iPad. And we're on the front porch, and there's... Huge bumblebees. Yeah. So on if you flowers, if you so. either hear a girlish like scream or a buzz, either somebody got stung, or one of these huge. I mean, they're the size of rats. Well, okay, it's a little exaggeration, but and if there's a girly scream, it won't be me. Mm. It will be Garrett. No, it'll be like that State Farm commercial. Absolutely, except in reverse. All right, whatever. Um, also, tonight we're drinking uh, some Blue Ridge Stranahan Blue Peak. Sorry. Stranahan's Colorado Single Malt Whiskey uh, on the recommendation of my friend Aaron. I told him I'd give him a shout-out on this episode oh, did you? for the whiskey recommendation. Really? So okay. All right. Here it is. We're drinking it. It's like candy. It is good. It's pretty good, but it's like um, candy. So what did you want to talk crushable. about tonight? Like you're, you're holding some paper in your I hand. I am. That's, what, it says, wait a second. This paper says yeah. June 1st. 2018. Wow. So is that... 2018. That was the financial crisis. No. Yes. I thought that was 2008. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Okay. What you, was 18? Pandemic. 18 was just when I graduated high school. Okay. So this little letter here that I have. So this uh, was pre-pandemic. Yeah. Well, okay. that's why it kind of makes it even crazier. Anyway. Okay. This letter I have here in front of me that you can't see because this is a podcast is um, a letter that I wrote to myself my senior year of high school. In my English class, and you just received it. And in I the just mail. received it, right? It was Not sent, today, but yeah, recently. recently. Right. It was sent five years later, right, to give people some time to, you know, like graduate college probably and stuff. It was sent to whatever your home address was in high school. So, I'm interested how many people successfully received theirs. But I was, oh, there's a bee staring us down right now. Yeah. I was one of the lucky people who did receive that letter, and um. I wanted to talk about it because it is a very interesting experience to receive a letter written to you, but by you at a different time in your life. A time so different that when I read this letter, I don't in any way identify with the person who wrote it. Like we were talking about yesterday. Do you think that the person who wrote it thought that you would identify with the person when they wrote it? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think you, I think, you wrote I think it. When you write something you like this, you wrote it five years ago, thinking that you're going to be the same person five years from now. Mm-hmm. Right. But the whole point in why I wanted to talk a little bit about it is because, first of all, it's a very interesting exercise. Um, I, after I received this letter, I sat down and I wrote back. Oh, did you? Right, which but is, did you remember that you were going to get the letter? Had you no, totally forgotten? Totally forgotten. See, there you go. That's right, awesome. and that makes it even cooler. Yes. Right. Um, so you can. There's plenty of you know, thinking and philosophizing to do about the fact that you even just forget about things right, like this. Right. Right. Yes. Um. But I thought it was cool, and I mean, I think anyone would be kind of interested to receive mm-hmm. a letter from themselves in the past. Yes. Um. I think five years was a was a good a significant amount of time. Particularly, what makes it so interesting is it wasn't five years ago when I am a uh, let's say forty five year old man, 
right? Yeah. I don't know. What's what's the difference between 40 and 45? I don't know. You know, it feels a little less right. dramatic. Maybe, but um, you know what? That's probably what I thought I when I was writing this. I wonder how many letters I've written to myself that I've forgotten that I'll receive in the future. <laughs> you think you might? I, I don't know. Sitting in I've the forgotten past about, somewhere? I've forgotten Sitting about in them. the past somewhere? Right. Um, Maybe my high school said, I'll send you one 25 years from now. Right. That would find me. This would be likely. this would be pretty crazy if I received it twenty five years in the future. Um, but the the one thing first of all, I did ask myself if LeBron is still in the NBA Finals, and at this point of recording this podcast, he's down two zero to the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference semifinals, which right. is pretty spectacular still. Yeah, because I said. What did you say? If so, that's ridiculous. But what quote yourself? It, uh, um, uh, let's see. Before I get into too deep of a talk, I thought I was so smart back then. I want to talk about what's going on right now and ask about how things are. Is LeBron still in the NBA Finals? If so, that's ridiculous. Wow. I said, is Post Malone still amazing? He is, I think. And is Donald Trump still president? And has he really screwed anything <laughs> up? Well, that's for the listener to decide. All right. But um, he's not president right now. Uh, I guarantee you, I didn't think it was probably, at that time, didn't think that that was going to go that way. I also asked if the Bills have made the playoffs again. Um, again? So they had made it. That's yeah, that, right. that's, that's right. right. That was the year, yeah. So, They've been um, on a streak since yeah, then. Yeah, little did I know that just them making the playoffs would not okay. stop the heartbreak. Okay. Um, it actually would make it worse. Um, let's see. I asked if everyone... Mom and Dad were still good. Like um, by good, you mean alive? Actually, really, that's pretty much <laughs> what the probably alive and not divorced were probably my. Ah, okay, so those are the two. Those things. were probably the two things. It's like, are they dead and still together? Together? Are we still a family? That was really the that was really the line I was drawing okay, here. Right, it okay. wasn't very. It wouldn't have been tough for you to. Right, because you just like and you just said, are they still good? You just left a generic kind of. Right. Thing. I get right. it. So you're just asking some questions yeah. of the new self. Yeah, because, you know, he wouldn't know any of the answers. So it was interesting for you to, when you read those questions that you posed to yourself. What, what I was asking, what I found relevant in the world. Right. Right. Like, sort of, it makes you think, like, what kind of questions would you ask yourself five years from now? No. Like, what would you want to know? Right. Is it like, did I write them as like a sort of check on, like, reality in a way? Or the things that I find familiar or would expect? I don't know. Like. Yeah, I, I wonder. And then did you. Um, um, yeah, but when you read it, what did you. Did you picture yourself sitting at your desk? Writing it? Yes. I did. Okay. Yeah. So you could at least. But, but when you did that, you pictured it as, as you would picture. How how did you picture it? Like you pictured it as though you picture something from a story, that's in your in your head. Like you you picture it like you could picture episode one of Star Wars. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it, it was I, like a different person. Yeah, it's like reading it was like. I walked into the classroom and watched me write it. Right. But the me writing it and the me looking at the person writing it are, are two, two different, different people. Yeah, by a significant margin. And there's no real line connecting them. Is that what you're saying? No, I feel totally different. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, and then it moves on. I ask if I decided on medical school. I right, didn't do that. 
Well, you, you... I did decide on it and decided to not go to it. <laughs> right. Well... Or not attempt to go you, to it. You, you, you started that way. Yeah. But then decided not to. Yeah. Um, but I was also very scared of making a mistake mm, in the letter. Like what kind of mistake? I, I don't know. Well, it was right after I'd gotten in the car accident. Uh, okay. So that kind of mistake. I was gonna I say think. like a skateboarding accident. But yeah, you're no, like a I car think accident. yeah, something okay. like that. Some sort of like life changing, right? Kind of mistake. Okay. Right, and and I, because I think that's what you know. Because of how unpredictable the future is, a, is a pretty heavy fear on a lot of people's minds at sometimes. Um, not even that they'll like um, they'll, it'll be their fault, right? But just something. I was looking to see if anything happened that had been, like, significantly life-changing, I guess. And in terms of, like, a dramatic moment like that, mm -hmm. no. But what's interesting is that, looking back, I think my life has dramatically changed. Yeah. Like, they, like there doesn't have to be that one big moment where your life completely shifts. And I think that... I think that sometimes we see progress as that... Right, where just one thing would happen, and then everything would change, um, and everything hinges on that one moment. But that's just not... I mean, that can how, happen. It can, but I don't think it's how it happens all the time. Right. But to get back to your fear thing, I think it's... Where do you think that... Not just fear comes from, but um, I guess... I'll just say it this way. I think... I get, I get it, because at that age you're filled with imagination and that's what you're asking questions about yeah you're imagining the future mm -hmm. and you're asking some uh some pointed material questions about the future which are surfacy and then it feels like you're talking about some things that create anxiety for you as you picture the future right like will i make a mistake right will you know, will this person who receives it five years ago be um, not at the house and in prison because they made a horrible mistake? Something like that. Right. And I mean, I'm just putting words, but it's that's what it feels like to me. Like, oh, it's this imagination. And I don't know that the imagination's always good. Well, no, because, I mean, okay, this is another part of the letter and our... Our guy Sadhguru talks about it too, right? Mm -hmm. Some people talk about they like, and in the letter I talk about, I hope that you, you know, have maybe accomplished what you've dreamed of or something like that, right. or doing what you dreamed of, right? right? And Sadhguru says something where he like hopes that sometimes people don't achieve their dreams, mm -hmm. right? Because your dreams are, you can only dream of things that you, you know, in a way, mm -hmm. in some way that you can put. You can put together. Now, you can dream of things that maybe aren't real, right? Like, you could, like, yeah, you don't know uh, a unicorn, but that's something, that's an image you've encountered, right? All of your dreams and everything are, like, put together from all of your experience up to now. Yes. And so there's lots of things that are outside of your reach of dreams, right? Like, I was talking, um, I was talking to you 
a job I never could have possibly dreamed. Now, it's not a dream job, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but a job I could never have possibly dreamed of myself doing five years ago was working as a server at a mini golf restaurant for adults. Right. Because that wasn't a thing that existed. Correct. Right. It didn't exist. I could right. not have had this job five right. years ago. I couldn't right. have dreamed it. But I think when I listen to Sadhguru say that, it feels like a dream can be a, even though we don't think of it that way, a dream can be a limiting factor. Yeah. And if you had just pursued a dream which didn't include in any way the, the ability or potential to explore working at an adult putt-putt, thing right then it's it limited you yeah it, it kind of sh- it kind of put blinders on your world uh, yeah i think there's there's a there's a beauty and there's a certain respect i have for people who have a dream um for a long time and singularly pursue that but at the same time like you said it it can really be something that you aren't as receptive to what the world might be off be able to offer well if, i think to me the little difference is it just occurs to me as you're talking about it. It's a a dream feels when you say it and the way we're talking about it, it feels like it comes from you and you're projecting it onto the world. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and I was just reading some of this in, in the book that we're reading with Kierkegaard, the difference between that and a calling. The sickness unto death, by the way. Yes. The referring a, to. a calling. And a calling is something that draws you to something greater mm-hmm. so i i think that i think as moving towards a calling opens potential whereas dreaming is narrowing yeah maybe. because you're you're like you're you're, you're defining you're, you're, you're defining imposing. you're imposing your definition of right. your dream right onto reality yes right and like just like um i mean john vervecki talks about it all of the time like just as much as the the world shapes us, right. we shape the world, right? right? And sometimes I think that, you know, when you follow these dreams and stuff, you shape the world in just one singular way. And you want to, like, impose your will on it so that, you know, it fits into the dream kind of thing. Right. I, I agree. But, but at the same time, it's fine to have a dream. Um. And to imagine a world in which you play this role. But I think that, you know, Sadhguru never said or whatever, like, don't dream. Yeah, that's it's not like, the point. The point is, I, I hope that your dream nef- necess- doesn't necessarily come true. My mm-hmm. blessing to you is your dream doesn't come true. So that you're open to the the gr- even greater potential than your dream. Right. Because you might not dream big enough. Yeah. and And don't think that your definition of whatever your dream might be is the is the one that it's going to be, right? And this kind of yeah. goes back to our, our last... This is sort of a part two a little bit as to our potential one mm-hmm. um, from last episode where uh, in the show we kind of find out that perhaps the potentials on their cards aren't as straightforward as they thought because they were interpreting them wrong. Right, right. Like maybe your dream could be a teacher, right? Right. And... There's a way that you could dream that, right? You could be like, oh, well, I picture myself in a school, right, doing all that kind of stuff. But 
there's so many different ways that you could teach. Yes. And it doesn't have to be an education at all. Yes. Right. Right. You could be a teacher as a father. As a neighbor. Right. As a neighbor. Right. It, it, it doesn't matter. And so by yes. by having this dream of, oh, I want to be a teacher. Right. Right. It it does that. It does that to you where it kind of okay. limits. Yeah. It limits your ability um, to you know, yeah. dream almost. Right. So what else did you find interesting in your letter that um, you wrote to so yourself of the, five years ago? The dream stuff. Let's see what else. I see. What class was this for? This is, it was English. Okay. Um, let's see, I hope that I would change the world in some way. Um, that's a very broad statement to make. Well, yes, but I think that's, I mean, everybody, everybody you were a senior that, in high school, right? right? Yeah. Everybody. And it's, it's a noble thing to want to do. But again, you have to be careful of that because like a lot of people have changed the world, but not for the better. Yeah, right. Um, I hoped that I stuck with philosophy. You have done that. So here we are. On the front porch. Um, expanded my worldview, seen amazing places and done amazing things. Um, I think I've, I've done some of those things. I've seen some amazing places. Right. Uh, done amazing things. I don't. Well, it would depend I don't know if that's, on, that's for up for me to decide. Right. But. Exactly. I don't know. I. But it feels like something that somebody. Yes. You're you're writing an assignment, and you're like, hey, but oh my goodness, Garrett. But you're also your time horizon of this was five years. But for you, like you were trying to get to between forty and forty-five doesn't seem that much. But between. 18 and 23, 23 you think like oh my goodness at 23 I'm i should have i i probably thought i should have changed the world at right, this point yes, right right because right. i yeah and i think you still have some of that in you yeah and i think it's it yeah it i do still have some of that in me but i the the distance between 18 and 23 as being vast has not changed for me from either side right. of that the difference when i was 18 23 was a really long way away as 23 18 feels a really long, long way, way away, way. particularly can, after reading this I, letter. I can say for sure that it feels like you're a, I mean, I, yes, you're much different than you were when you were 18. Right. Um, but, yeah. But uh, it's still the same in some ways. Yeah. Uh, I tried to be encouraging at to times. Your, to yourself? Yeah. Okay. I tried. That's to... nice that you were trying to help your future self. Yeah. I said, no matter where you are, have faith. Don't wow. compare yourself to others. You'll go crazy. Well, isn't that interesting that, well, you do compare yourself to I others. I know. I didn't listen. Be yourself because that will always be good enough. So you, here's the deal. You know, like, like whatever, there's a part of you that knows, but you don't listen to yourself. <laughs> right. This is very literal on that. Yes. In not listening to yourself. As a matter of yes. fact, actually, at the end of the letter, I say, P.S., learn how to spell and write nicely because this currently is ridiculous. <laughs> And guess what? Your My handwriting, handwriting has not changed, changed. Right. and I still am not good at spelling. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's that's pretty cool that you, I mean, I, I would like, I kind of, I don't know that I ever did that, but it would be an interesting endeavor. Like, should I, because you could do it in an email, maybe, and future yeah. date it to yeah. yourself. Correct. Now, because then you'd be like, well, what if I don't live here in five years, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But it's like, 
that would be interesting and i wonder if it would be beneficial to 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 people to to do that from time to time to well, write a letter to yourself i i say i hope this letter helps you recenter yeah right kind of All right, and okay well here's the deal you in some weird way i think it may have yeah Actually, after I read this letter is when I decided that yeah, I wanted to I go right. back to school. So, right. yes. yeah. So I Maybe. think it was. I think it kind of did. So that's that's awesome. Um, but I think it also just shows you, like, what we think is a continuous self is not. No. But there's. It's not, but it is. Because the things that you were still worried about, you still worry about. <laughs> yeah. And the things that cause you fear still kind of cause you fear. But I'm wondering if reading a letter to yourself goes, I can now break that cycle. The potential exists to break it. I think it does a little bit. And it's also interesting to see, I guess, sort of how perhaps the what hasn't changed, but the how I go about worrying about okay, those things okay, are different. Okay. Um, right? Like, um, making a mistake looks different for me now. Yes. Than it did then. Right? right. Like, you can you can worry about these things, but the, the possible things that fall under those categories are different and will always be changing and stuff. Um, yeah, like June first of twenty eighteen, like you had you had known what college you were going to. Yeah. But you didn't know at all how that was gonna land. Yeah. Or what would happen or what would transpire or who you would meet or what directions. Like, did you say that to yourself about like meeting people or was it mostly just I, about stuff? No, it I asked I asked um if some of my friends from home were the same. Yeah, they are. Right, and they are. Um I said it was a shame that didn't go to the same school, right? But I said I'm. Sh- I hope that you've met some awesome new ones, mm-hmm. and I think I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I. It wasn't. It wasn't really about stuff. Good. Good. It was. It was more the end. Um. Oh, this was actually after you made those Beatitude shirts, right, yeah, too. Uh-huh. The Be Humble and Be Bold. So <laughs> uh-huh, I wrote in yeah. that, too. Um, nothing can stop you if you live a life with purpose, so I hope you found that purpose, because today oh, okay. I am still searching. But yeah, if you haven't, don't give up. Purpose comes to everyone if they keep looking. Be strong, be you, be bold, be humble, find love, keep it, and live in the now. Um, and then I ended it with love you. Which, which is kind of funny. Which is funny. I actually said that. I said, feel. I feel like ending and saying love you would be weird, but hey, love yourself, I guess. Right. Love you. Yeah. Well, which is just... interesting. The the self that I was talking about loving in the moment has changed as well, Um, if there is a self. Well, that's... I just find that... Okay. So when you say... When it, oh, when it, when it <laughs> goes love you, it's so cool because... Comma. Love, comma, you, right? Yeah. Love, comma, you. In a way, it feels like you knew at, 
you knew but you didn't know that you would be a different you so you had to say you to reinforce that it's still you, you at some, at some level. level right right yeah it's like you didn't sign it garrett age 18 yeah you signed it you but the you that signed it when you were 18 knew that the you that would be reading it would be a different you. Yeah. In some weird way. And might need that sort of... Love you. And it's almost like it's the you that was gone is telling you... It's the kind of... I love you. It's the kind of transcendent you. Right. It's the you that is now gone because the 18-year-old you is gone, but the 18-year-old you wants you to know that... That you loves you. Loves you, right. It's like if you got a, if you could get a letter from a relative that passed away. Yeah. In a way. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that, that you is is gone, but not gone. Yeah. And I'll ever, I'll forever share something with that. Yes, with that. No matter how, how much change occurs between then and now. Yeah, and that's cool. But the letter makes it material it and makes, real. Yeah, it makes it more real. Because I you know when we've talked about reading philosophy before and we've talked about like when you're reading it, you're hearing the voice of that you're 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 doing it in your head, but you're you're creating a voice of the philosopher in your head yeah. that's hearing it. So it's, in this it's case you were hearing the voice myself. of yourself when you were eighteen. <laughs> yeah. And you were probably going that 18-year-old didn't have a beard. That 18-year-old talked higher. That 18-year-old's yeah. voice was different. Yeah. But that 18-year-old still loves me. Yeah. Because it is me. Right. It's crazy. That's cool. I think I... I don't know. Do I want... I, you know what? Unless you're forced to, you probably won't do that. Probably not. But maybe I should. It's an interesting exercise, like yeah. I said. It's also... I wonder if you would write one today to the... The thirty-year-old Garrett. Well, that'd be. I I was thinking about doing that, and I think that not only is it nice to hear from yourself, <laughs> uh, but it also is nice to, like I said, I I wrote kind of a response. Yes. Right where I answer some of the questions right. and everything, and it's it's a nice way to like sit down and kind of give a brief summary of where you are in the world at the moment. Yeah. Like just as like a, instead of like, it's just like a, another stepping back. Yes. Because you were in the moment writing the letter and couldn't step back from the letter right. in, when you're writing it. Right. Right. But now I can step back from me Yes. writing the letter, like I said, and yes. look at me yes. writing it right. and kind of understand the space and where they were writing it from, right? And then it also helped me kind of understand the space in which I was receiving the letter because it forced me to take a second, sit down, and answer some of the questions, like just about the world in general. Like, yes, yes. LeBron is still in the <laughs> NBA playoffs. Right. But also, no, I... I haven't found my purpose, but I, I think what I think of purpose has changed. Right. Right? Or maybe I'm happy 
right? I talk a lot about being happy in the letter, right? And now I think it was just, I don't know how I was conceiving of it then, but yes. I'm certain I conceive of it differently now. Yes. Um, and taking a step back from that and writing like, oh, well, this is what I think of being happy now kind of thing. I think the other thing is maybe you, if you're writing a response, you know how much that 18-year-old didn't know yeah. that you know. But it should make you also understand how much the you now thinks you know yeah. doesn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And I think that was... And you can't predict. And I think that was the kind of thing that maybe spurred me to make the decision to go and apply to grad school. Because like one of the things, one of the sticking points, right? And I actually just listened to the Answer the Meaning Crisis episode on this about Gnosis. Where it's like a common sticking... When people feel, they feel they're stuck, it's because they don't know what's going to happen right. if they do something. Like he talks about the common thought experiment in philosophy fair, where it's like, oh, if somebody walked up to you and like asked you if you wanted to be a vampire, right. would you say yes? Right. And the problem with like being a conscious being is that you don't know what would happen if you became a vampire until you become one. Right. But if you become one, you won't know what you're missing if you didn't become one. And so people get caught up in that. And he calls it, he calls it like existential inertia. Right. Where you're like stuck in that in-between space. And so you don't do anything. Right. Right. But I think that the, this letter reminded me, like you said, that I that 18-year-old me, some a place in your life where it's impossible to stay stuck out of fear of not knowing what it would be like right. or what you're missing is getting older. Right. I had no choice but to become 23. Right. Yes. I, there was right. no... I didn't get a chance to be like, wait a second, let's think this through. Right. Let's, right. let's slow down for a second because right. what if I miss something about being 18? Right. Right? Can't help that. That's just something that has to happen. Right. And so, you know, the the movement of the earth around the sun will just demolish yeah, I think, that inertia. I think what you've kind of learned a little bit is like there's, I think you said it well before, like, do you want to impose your will upon the world? And in some cases you have, I'm not saying you don't work for things or you don't yeah. dream for things. I don't want you to take it the wrong way. But on the same time, I think you're learning through some recent events is if you're open to possibilities and something presents itself and the timing feels right, then you just move. Yeah. Without creating the inertia. Yeah. And I'm not to say that what you do is a right decision, like the fear of making a mistake, not saying it could be a mistake, but if something presents itself to you and the voice in you that's calling says go then just move in that direction yeah and yeah that's that's pretty much kind of what what this letter helped me right help me realize that like that's what needs to be done it's like i can't keep thinking about oh well i don't know if i'll you know be able to succeed as a phd yeah. student right. or um, if I'll be smart enough or if I'll be able to or if it's or if I'm going to be too old when I graduate or how much time it's going to take or if I'll be happy 
there. I won't know until I and do it. You know what? The you that gets there will be different, different than, than the you that's sitting here right now. So what's the real point in <laughs> being concerned about it? Right. You just move. Because it will – the events that take me in that direction will change me. Yes. And, yeah, actually, if I did this – honestly, this is probably a good time. If I wrote another letter like this, it would get to me after – that yes. program would have been over. Right. So if I'm still there, then I am. And if I'm right. not, and you'll look back and go, I can't believe that the 23 year old me was worried about the stuff that right. I'm not. Cause I, and I, you could picture yourself sitting on this porch and going, I'm so different now than that. Uh -huh. Now, just before we, before we close, yes. How, do, since we're doing this yes. right now, this right. talking into yes. a mic thing. And, yes. um, it's kind of like, it's something that forever, we could go back and listen to if we wanted to. Oh boy, that's true. I forgot about that. How would it? How do you think it would change if you didn't read a letter written to yourself, but you heard one? Like if I sat down and recorded me talking to me Ooh. in the future, do you think you would get more out of it or be a little distracted by the vocal aspect of it? Because I'm just trying to think, like, if I were to do this again, would I want to write one? Would I want to take a video of me talking to a camera? Would you want to see yourself? Would that be even weirder? I don't know. That's just a, in case anybody else wanted to maybe write themselves a letter or leave themselves a note of some sort, um, different ways you could do it. You could write a physical I letter. I don't know, because there's been those movies, right, where people have done videos of themselves. Yeah. And like, oh, if you're watching this. Well, most of the time it's if you're watching this, this I'm dead. dead. Right. Right. But, but also at some level, yes. Yeah, right. Yes. If you're watching this, like my 18-year-old self is dead. I don't know, Garrett. That's a good question because, okay, put it this way. What would you have liked? You read the letter. But would you have liked to have seen a video? Like what, what came to you was a an email with a link to a video of the 18-year-old you sitting there saying those things. I think I think I probably would have preferred the, the video. You would have maybe. been looking yourself in, in the, the eye. eye. Yeah. Which I don't know what that would do. I don't know. That would be very odd. It would be so cool, though, in a way. It would be cool. So maybe like, that's oh what I'll do goodness. next. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I don't know what that would do to me if I would get something tomorrow. in an, like Because I said I've probably forgotten. But I got something. Cause well, by the way, didn't video, I was going to say video didn't, didn't and email exist. didn't exist So it would totally surprise me. <laughs> yeah, that would but be a real did, surprise. Say I got a VHS in the mail. Yeah. You know, or something. And it was like. I'm seeing myself with hair from high school yeah. saying this is what – there would still be some continuity, but there would be so much different. Yeah. That would be – I don't know. That would be interesting. So that's yeah. a good point. So anyway, I would say to people like, hey, maybe think about it. Maybe yeah, think about writing right. yourself a letter or making Leave a, a video, video or, or a audio. podcast. Right, something. Something like that because, I mean, like I said, it, it seemed to help me a little bit and – um. Again, like the, you know, it'll, the earth keeps spinning and stuff. And like I said, like you might be afraid to make a choice or whatever, but a choice, you don't, you don't really have a choice in getting older. And I think um, it's, I, I and think which is, but I'm saying that and I don't want it to be taken negatively either. Right, right. It's not like, a, oh, my lost youth kind of no, thing. No, I get Plus, it. I am still so young. I know you are a lot younger than me. But I also think it goes hand in hand. I'll just interject this point before we close, but it was, I've been reading some things about how, how, 
um, how insightful it is to even speak of yourself in the third person sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like you just say, oh, when you're faced with a challenge, like Garrett is facing this. Or like in my case, Mike is facing this. Separating yourself from yourself for a little bit. This is a way of separating yourself, but creating some distance in time and then looking at yourself, which is uh, kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's a great exercise in self-awareness. Yes. Um, which I think is is something that is vitally important to being a I don't want to use the word good because it's too loaded right. of a term, but I think being self-aware is a very important part of being a complete person. Complete person. Okay, okay. complete. Good. I like complete. complete. A more complete person. A more complete person and yes. I think I think a lot of good could be done <laughs> and by uh, becoming a little more self self-aware. And Aaron, the Stranahan's blue peak is good. It's um, very crushable. It is. And easy drinking. Does not drink hot at all. No. Um, and I have to do some research on the, the way that it's finished to see uh, just what it, what it is. But, but thank you for the recommendation, Aaron. Yeah, and uh, thank you to everyone else for listening. And also thank you to Aaron for listening, for listening if, <laughs> if you are. If you are, if you if do. You are. If yeah. you do. Um, well, again, we hope you enjoyed. This was a lovely evening on oh. the front porch. Very I wish that you evening. could see the sun setting right now because it's just behind it's, some clouds. Yeah. So it's like an it's orange, orange orb. Yes. You know. Going over the, the neighbor across the streets, just almost going beneath their roof. It it really is spectacular. It's, and I, I hope one day I possess the ability with language to properly describe it to you. But I don't, that's I don't almost, know if I ever will. It's almost incomprehensible. So I hope somewhere that you're enjoying a sunset of your own. Um, and again, maybe think about writing yourself in the future a letter. But don't wait too long because the future <laughs> waits for none of us. Correct. Well, amen to that. Yep. I'll see you all later. Peace out.